serious categories now mm-hmm. I have to go for an actual proper proper category um, yeah I want to save that one for later hmm documentary best documentary yeah yep okay it's Here time it's so time. best documentary and now it comes to the an admission of a film that we are counting as a film mm-hmm so the Beatles colon get back. That sounds good. For the benefit of the stacks, for the benefit of Mr. Stack, Mr. Kite. there'll be a doc tonight. <laughs> um, we're saying um, get back is. I'm saying Peter Adolf. Jackson wanted to release it as a one, one long continuous film, and Disney mm-hmm. turned around and said no, make it a miniseries. Yeah, and um, e- hey, even if it was. Um, even if it was just the first two and a half hour chunk, sure, would yeah. still be. Um, mm-hmm. And even if it was just the last bit, which actually was in cinemas, but I was away on holiday the week it was in cinemas, I really know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, you take that, mum and dad, I guess. Um, and the I dogs. have no grievances. Yeah. Um, so yeah, does get back. Summer of Soul, or when the revolution cannot be televised. Alien on stage. Fire Dai, which I don't know how that's pronounced. An amazing fire. Faya Dayi, I've never had to say it yet. F-A-Y-A space D-A-Y-I. I've got it up for a couple more things. It's really, okay. really astonishing. Um, Jessica Bashir is um, the filmmaker. Um, it is a about Ethiopia. Um, it is just this amazing... Read how how she describes it. It came off Criterion. It was it was Janice Films put it out, and it was only on Criterion for a little bit of time, sadly. And it's it's off it now, and it's it's such a shame. It's, it's really really fabulous. Of just this like, it's about has this kind of like central motif of this transporting thing, um, this like leaf, this plant that's supposed to be like transporting um, and kind of like intoxicating, and uses that as a way of like threading identity and stories of just like showing a specific community. Um, uh, it focuses on the Islamic community and is just such a stunningly beautiful work and it is so transporting and wonderful and dreamlike and brilliant and yeah, it's it's, it's what cinema should be in it. It's mm. a reminder as if you needed it that people around the world and every country are making beautiful, wonderful cinema. Um, awesome. And finally, um, Woodlands, Dark and Days Bewitched, A History of Folk Horror, which I watched at the weekend and I've been talking about a lot since because it's absolutely brilliant. Awesome. Three-hour documentary so on folk horror, it rules. Comprehensive, fantastic. Yeah, so I have gone for 
uh, Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, a history of folk horror. I keep remembering. Uh, I keep forgetting its name. I really, I keep just calling it <laughs> that folk horror documentary. <laughs> the folk horror documentary. I yeah. have gone for Kung Fu Stuntmen from 2020, which didn't actually get a release until very recently, and it's a comprehensive sort of history and behind the scenes of the Hong Kong film industry in the 1970s and 80s, told by the people that were falling off of buildings and jumping off of things, and it's fantastic. It is, it is a martial arts uh, nerd's uh, favorite thing. Really I've cool. gone for uh, Mark Cousins' The Story of Looking, because as I said, awesome. it's a really personal, interesting film. I've gone for Summer of Soul, because it's fantastic, and I've yeah. gone for The Beatles Get Back, because it's fantastic. Yeah, um, I have The Beatles Get Back. Get back to where you don't belong. Yep. Because it's probably the because, greatest I mean, thing I've ever is this... Is this is, yeah? Is this the section where we talk about the Beatles get back? I think this is the section where we talk about the Beatles get back. I, I just... mean, oh God. I mean, ev- I'm going to take up the conversation briefly here. Everyone has their way into the Beatles. I feel like um, I'm reminded. I think it's a Scorsese quote. I'm not sure. It might be actually no. It might be um, our our mate our mate Roger who loved Blue Velvet so much. Um, but. There is a great quote that any lover of cinema at one point um, discovers Ozu is is the quote. And I feel that with the Beatles. Anyone who, and this sounds canonical and stupid, but like anyone that loves music at some point finds the Beatles, even to like respect, if not like, um, mm-hmm. because it's just like the way that they write songs is just so, that's how pop songs are. <laughs> like, that's just like, to bass lines, to everything. Like that, that that's yep. pop music. That's That's the birth of like, the structure. I mean, obviously, it's 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 influenced by other things before it, but it's it's such a, a lama moment. Um, for me, the discovery of the Beatles. They were they were a band that my parents liked. My mom, that's not really into music, loved the Beatles. Um, my dad loved the Beatles. So I kind of like, we had some of the records. Um, they don't really listen to them very much. So like a background band. But the thing mm. that got me to love them, um, was the Beatles rock band, um, of all things. Stephen, when I tell you that I pre-ordered the Beatles Rock Band and took it to a friend's New Year's mm. Eve party, whatever year that was, and we played the Beatles Rock Band all night because I was the, I was the little Beatles nerd. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Beatles Rock I, Band rules. Yeah, I, a friend of ours got it. And we just played through that campaign mode, which is such a, a beautiful. Oh, it's thing cool. Like, it's it's storytelling, and, and yeah, it, I, I just loved it so much, and that just got me onto. This was back in the day where like a friend would like give you a, a USB stick that would have like so much music on it, and it just had all the Beatles. And I just like I just listened to the entire Beatles discography. Was like this is just mm. exceptional, and um, the Beatles get back is now. I was once quoted saying that. Um, they Shall Not Grow Old was Peter Jackson's best film since Brain Dead. Um, mm. Which is just a funny thing to say. Um, <laughs> it's a funny string of words to say. It's just, yeah, it's just a, just a funny thing to say. And I, I, I kind of believe it. Um, I feel that that film more impressed me at the time than it has done, I think, with historically past that point. I think it's an, an, impre- an impressive uh, achievement. Yeah, sure. Um, I think... I think that, only... that was a that was a, definitely a warm-up for... Mm. yeah. Which is so weird, back. like your World War One. I know, yeah, but, but like, yeah, yeah, like... but have we considered remastering footage of four weird boys from Liverpool rather than yeah. like fallen soldiers? In this it's Peter Jackson's epic? best movie. It's Peter. It's the best Peter Jackson film, mm. and he made Brain Dead. Um, I know people like of the Rings and whatever, <laughs> and uh, I think two people like The Hobbit. Um, uh, the Feeb- uh, Meet the Feebles. It's about to be the same joke. All those people's heads out there. All the, bad, All the lovely, the lovely, lovely bones heads out there. Where's my lovely bones? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. The, um, the movie just... where he made. Ryan Gosling eat ice cream to gain loads of weight for a role and then didn't even give him the role. Yeah. Oh, God. Fascinating. Yes, The Beatles Get Back is just 
like I think um so I watched the Beatles films in the run up to this, um, which are, are mixed, and I watched Let It Be, knowing that this this existed, and Let It Be is, is kind of a mess. Um, I actually think the naked version of Let It Be um, is a front runner for maybe best Beatles best Beatles album. It's like, it's such a great rock album. Um, the mm-hmm. Let It Be unremastered, un unnakedified is 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 fine, is good, but mm-hmm. like the it's naked good. version is, is is astonishing, and this captures. And this is why we have that naked version, because like you see these sessions and the energy and just, I don't know, it's just music is never really made. Things are not really made in film, like creativity is never shown and like process. And I love things that so process. And this is just such mm. an exhaustive look at process and how it's made. And it's just so fascinating. The footage exactly. is so great. It's, it's, it's just the best. It's process as the product. It is, mm. uh, it's a look at creativity and dynamics in arguably, you know, the one of the biggest bands of all time at the peak of their fame and how they are simply four strange men sat in a room making weird jokes in weird voices and like pissing pissing each other off and then switching back into it locking back into a rhythm nailing out a take of a song smoking endless cigarettes having cups of tea and then doing it all again later it is a beatles documentary meets Symbiopsychotaxoplasm. Sure, <laughs> um, yeah. Meets yeah, Jack's yeah. Rivet out one. Like, it's just like, it's just all the best of that. It's just, oh God, it's astonishing. So, yeah, um, so, best documentary for me and for you. And that's yes. a, a stack sweep. And the, um, so the Oscars went really, actually, the documentary summer category is really they? interesting. So, I watched these. Um, apart from one, this is the, where it comes to the film that I did not see um, because I oh, couldn't okay. find it. So Ascension, which is really, really interesting, which is a kind of like narrativeless. So like it's just a visual collage of footage of um, contemporary China, like put together so to imply. And it's really impressive. It's got some really cool scenes in it that just like that suggest the vote wonderfully. Attica, um, which you should watch if you have not, mm, it's just yeah. a really important and powerful work about the Attica. Um, well, yeah, I'm, about that moment in time, the riot. I mean, one always hesitates to use the word riot around politicized events. Um, mm-hmm. Let's call it the massacre at Attica um, of primarily um, black prisoners um, by the police, um, by law enforcement in general. Um, Flea, which is amazing to see Flea up for um, free. I think Flea is the first film to ever be up for best documentary, best animated film, and best foreign language. Mm, it's an interesting interesting combination of uh, awards there. Yeah, wild. Summer of Soul, which won. It's absolutely fabulous. Like I mm-hmm. thought that was like my far and away winner, and then Beatles. And, and Writing Beatles, for Fire, yeah. which I did not see. I I don't right, okay. really know what it's about. I think it's about um, female journalists in India, I think. Could be yeah, that, so that dreadfully wrong. Actually. Could be so dreadfully yeah. wrong, and if so, I apologise. Cool. Uh, get stacks. Get stacks. Oh, God. That, oh. It's just <laughs> incredible. Good. It's utterly uh, incredible. The, like, uh, it's Blu-ray, boring to song because it's not a film. It's the, just the Blu-ray. <laughs> the Blu-ray comes out in December, and I need it yesterday. I need it oh, so bad. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah uh, I, it's just the best. So, audience, did we have an audience for this? Yeah, the audience went for um, Summer of Soul and okay, Flea cool. as a backup, which uh, makes sure. sense. Yep, sounds good. Okay, um, let's do. How about soundtrack? Let... Yeah, I was just thinking that. Best soundtrack. Best soundtrack. Would we put soundtrack here? This is not best score. This is not best music. This is not best curate. This is just how yeah. is music used in the film? Sure. How is music used in the film? Bam. So I've gone for Johnny Greenwood for Spencer. 
because yes. I think the score for Spencer does so much of the emotional driving in that movie. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I have gone for Licorice Pizza soundtrack because it is a, a compilation of songs mm-hmm. I like. If the movie works, when it does work, it's because of the, the evocative details like that. Yeah, I agree. I have gone for Voyager's soundtrack for New York Ninja because they were tasked oh, with creating oh, a God, soundtrack a soundtrack for a 40 year old movie that doesn't exist and to replicate the, the the feeling of new york in the 80s with these sort of vintage synthesizers i think it's fascinating i've gone for hans zimmer for dune because mm. i like that he bowed out of james bond to make weird space bagpipes and i have gone for matt farley that <laughs> she got married because nice. <laughs> it's a fascinating soundtrack yeah, what about it you is, isn't it um oh i've gone yeah so um i've gone for um Ako ishibashi's um <laughs> score to drive my car people will be confused why i'm laughing about announcing that um the two people that know why i'm laughing about booking drive my car and why that's funny we'll get it um uh, our good friend vaughn and myself um had a bit of a war of <laughs> becoming the biggest fan of this artist oh okay (laughs) which led to me having my phone just playing their music a one minute long song on a loop for like an entire week (laughs) occasionally turning the volume up to listen to it occasionally not Um, i think it's an astonishing soundtrack though i think it's just Mm. utterly utterly brilliant um just oh there's a reason why i kept going back to it because it's it's just astonishing it was also um mark kermode's soundtrack of the year oh if that interests you um which it could. So Aiko Ishibashi's, or pretty Aiko, um, Centre to Drive My Car. Absolutely wonderful. Um, I also went for Spencer, Joey Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Rogue Into the World's Fair has an amazing soundtrack. Um, it's it's really, really, really good. Um, Ali and Ava, the way it uses music in accordance with itself, it takes motifs from songs and like the way it, it, it crossfades across things, mixes together. Like one of the characters is a DJ and it, it kind of uses that thematically. And it's about a relationship that's built on like shared musical connection or musical dis- differences. Um, mm. There's a great scene of them, of, the, of Ali and Ava like leaning back, both of them to different things in their headphones and both like dancing. Oh, it's just, it's it, it uses music as a way of human connection. It's wonderful. And sure. June, I'm not usually a Zimmerhead. I'm not a Zimmerman. I'm not Bob Dylan. I, I, um, <laughs> Robert Zimmerman. No, I, I think Zimmer has reached a point of parody where it was like, yeah, he's the man who makes the boam drums and he does it in everything. And it's all his scores sound relatively similar. And with Dune, you know, we've got this massive widescape Dune desert, sand, space, battles, politics, bagpipes, throat singing. Oh, he went Love so it. hard. He went so hard. He went so hard. And it's so good. Um, what's your winner? I got Spencer. It's a great choice. I'm for drive my car. Drive my car. It's awesome. Absolutely fabulous. Awesome. Um, so it's gonna be our overall winner. Um, hmm. I mean, I can tell you what the Oscars went for to help you if you want. You know. Can you can do? What did it, yeah? What did they go for? They went for. Um, so don't look up. They nominated. So I tried Get to listen to the don't look up score because um, someone on, on the comments said it was uh, my review said that it was good, and I was like. I just can't. Sorry, I'm getting flashbacks to the film and I can't do it. Honestly, like, I, I watched that film with Blurus and the film is a mess. Hated it. Soundtrack, yeah. actually not bad. I did save the, the, the soundtrack on Spotify, but um, okay. yeah. I'm what sure it's great. I just, I, just, I just cannot bring myself to do that. Parallel Mothers, <laughs> um, which is a good soundtrack um, in Canto, which is, is fine. Um, it's good. I mean, good even. Um, Power of the Dog they went for rather than Spencer. Um, okay. It's a brilliant soundtrack. Um, Greenwood, mm-hmm. just connection there. I mean, yeah, have to have those two films in the same year. It's incredible. 
Yeah, um, I thought the French Dispatch, people kept talking about that and were surprised it going up for. I went to listen to the French Dispatch soundtrack and it annoyed me because it's to say, it just, it's it evokes the film instantly. And I'm sure independently, it's a good soundtrack, but mm. I just can't. Um, I'm sorry. Um, sure. And they gave it to Dune, um, which is the same as our lovely audience vote to give it to Dune with Spencer as okay. a runner-up. Um, <clears throat> overall, uh- we should give it our stack two. I feel bad here because, like, Spencer didn't get recognised enough. But it's going to get recognised later. So, drive my car. Drive my car. Um, Let's do it. People Let's need it. to be point- pointed towards that that are not just me and Vaughn. It's, it's so in. good. Best soundtrack, done. Yeah. Right. That was a long one. How about best short? Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be fun because I don't think we've seen the same shorts. So No. Can I go for, actually, we'll go for the audience vote first here. Um, yeah. Um, what have we got? It was just spread all over the place. There were only two things that had multiple votes. Um, Save Ralph, which I did not see and don't care not, to see. Don't, don't know really what, what is. it is. I think it's like a Peter thing. I'm probably offended about 12 people for saying that. Sorry. Looks like an animal rights thing. I'm Obviously, I'm pro-animal rights. I think animals deserve rights. should have rights. Um, Zac um, Efron? Ricky Gervais? Oh, maybe no, I'm against it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I take all it right. back. Zac Efron fine, but no. Um, and runner-up was a film... Was Robin Robin, which is an Aardman film? Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got Robin Robin nominated. Okay, that looked Robin cool. Robin I should really that, nice. but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I've got... Uh, where's my short? Where's my short? One okay. of my shorts, I, I couldn't be asked to actually look up what it was actually called. So I've just called amazing. it. Amazing. That's yeah. very, that's very you. I've gone for Robin Robin. It's, yeah, it came out around, I want to say Christmas time. Just a nice surprise dropped on Netflix. And it's just like an, an original Ard Man production. They call really, me the original really nice. Ard Man. <laughs> for God's sake. I have gone. <laughs> Chad, <I'm> so uh, <laughs> I've gone for Godzilla vs. Hedora <laughs> from 2021, yeah. which was like an anniversary thing. So not, not the 1960s one. <laughs> no, no, I wish. No, no. Um, I have gone for Old Lang Syne Charlie Brown, which was like a new Apple original Charlie oh, Brown Oh, that's what that was. I kept people, was really, people kept really nominating cool. Old Lang Syne, and I was like, what ah, is it? Awesome. You can't just nominate the song Old Lang Syne. The song Old Lang Syne. <laughs> and I have gone for Me and the Matrix which was a short directed by the person who did one of our favorite shorts coming out oh what a, a new short commissioned by alamo Drafthouse to play before matrix resurrections about this filmmaker and their relationship with the matrix and how it impacted sort of their understanding of the world and like identifying as a trans person and it's awesome it's like three minutes long it's on youtube fantastic oh my and God. yeah what about you um wow i need to watch that um i went for um godzilla versus hetera um <laughs> which i did <laughs> nice. not love um because no, i, I didn't love it the most it's it's like they just put the characters in the background maybe look at like like put the put the godzilla in the screen um i went for the middle section of the house I didn't see it, but um, it's directed by the same person that did. Oh, what's its name? The that wonderful short film that Vaughn loves so much, The Burden. It's oh, directed yeah. by yes. The Burden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I you'd watch the middle section of the house. You would love it. You'd love it so much. Interesting. Okay. I don't want to give too much away. It's just it's it has this like repeating phrase. It's it's good repeating phrase. You're like we are very interested in the house. I think he's like oh, it's, it's just <laughs> okay. so good. It's got ah. Uh, termites and what are, so good this is good this is good um so there's that which it does have a name but i didn't go for it um <laughs> go sapuku yourselves um hmm. which 
very very good um from the director of nine souls um oh. which is a favorite in these parts it is a pandemic response movie but it's also not that at all it is a period jideki film um it's what it says in the tin um yep <laughs> it's, it's hardcore <laughs> it's very very good um the human voice pedro amadovar starring to mm. tillis winton a new take on the jean cocteau um play radio play thing monologue mm. and i'm gonna announce my winner go on you already know what it is i don't think i do do i hong sang su winner of the silver bear for oh. best screenplay. it's so good it's so good it's just hong sang su talking about getting an award we're very happy about it man. and then he comes us now for a bit and is it Kim Min Hee? I can't remember her name. I should do. I'm really sorry. Um, she sings somewhere over the rainbow. You we watch just now. It's so good. I love it. It's okay, everything well, that's perfect about his cinema. Um, oh. That's a very Stephen pick. It's really I have gone good. For, I've gone for Me and the Matrix because I think that's a really sweet, really nice homegrown bit of uh, filmmaking. Very personal. And it's like it's nice to see places like Alamo Drafthouse commissioning like smaller artists to do that for, for massive films like The Matrix. Um, and the audience went for Save Ralph slash Robin Robin. And yeah. what are we going for? Are we going for Hong Sang Su and the Snail? Because I've seen it. I think we are. I know. I feel it. bad because this sounds awesome. I'm gonna like <laughs> like I think, last I think time, you'd really dig it. Yeah. Um, as, well, I think we should do animated film next. So last time I okay. really went for Mitchell's The Machines despite me not having seen it. And then I did see it and it was absolutely wonderful. So Great, yeah. um, we'll do that again. So yeah, we'll go for our stack award. Go to Me and the Matrix. Is that what it's called? Oh, okay, cool. Yes, me um, and yeah. the Matrix. Uh, Just I've already, I've already, I've already given an award to Hong Sang Soo, one of the Silver Bear for best screenplay. It doesn't need more. <laughs> My best animated features. Do you remember this new uh, strategy we have, Jack, where we build an animated feature list, like build around not giving an award to a Pixar movie? Uh, it's tough. It's so. We, no, no, we do, we've done it twice now. I've nominated enough movies, so I don't have to nominate Luca because I don't think Luca is very good. I think it's I've, fine. And last I've time I did the same with Soul. <laughs> I've gone for Raya and The Last Dragon. It's good. Luca, because I've run out of options. Flea. No, you didn't. You didn't watch enough movies. <laughs> Encanto. <coughs> and Mad God. Yeah. What have you got? Um, I'm going to see what the Oscars went for first. Um, because the Oscars followed our I, lead. I assumed it was Encanto. Yeah. Um, they followed our lead of finally recognising finally recognizing Mitchell vs. Machines, but then didn't give an award. Cause... Should have done. Yeah, it's it's really, really, really good. Um, now that I've seen it, I can say it is uh, <laughs> confirm um, that it is now good instead of lying <laughs> after being like oh this seems good and I don't like Soul very much um, so yeah Encanto Flea Luca Mitchell's vs Machines Ray and the Last Dragon I really like Raya I don't like anyone near as much as you do um, you're mm-hmm. just absolutely mad for that Raya I'm um, crazy for that dragon or Raya sorry um, I went for Flea which I cool. like but do not love um, Mad God Encanto <laughs> Summit yep. of the Gods, which is really cool. Um, Bev, turn me on to this. It's on Netflix. It is about people climbing Everest um, and other things. Uh, it's the it's I, I'm really proud of the piece that I wrote about this on Letterboxd, so please read it, people. It, it's I'm, I've spent quite a lot of time in the outdoor community. It's where I met uh, my partner, um, a lot of my friend group. People that will be at my wedding are mostly from that that group, and I've always been on kind of like the fringe. I like 
mountaineering, but I am not hardcore and a bit scare me. And this this film builds itself around why do people keep doing this? Uh, it deals with people <laughs> who have been severely damaged by it. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. Like psychologically, physically, all kinds of things. And it, 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 it so gets it. And I among my outdoor friends they love outdoor film festivals and i'm always that guy being like yeah but there's not real films are there they're like i want like oh they're all the same it's like gopros have ruined like outdoor film sure like, yeah this yeah. is the same crowd that were really kind of like snooty about um free solo they've been like oh, right no. okay and i was there being like it's, it's good it's popular like, now it's no dawn wall i'm like what? I shut up is that don't a brian worry. jacks movie shut up um dawn was all, that you, red, all red wall fans <laughs> dead red wall fans i was thinking of the great wall at matt damon like chinese appearances <laughs> yeah and finally the house um uh, which is really cool. good um it's uneven because it's, it's the mm. easiest critique is to say the anthology film is uneven but yeah sure it, it is the middle one's is. fantastic the third one's pretty good but overreaches the first one is fine um the winner from our audience was Encanto, which is a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And they had a sure. runner-up as Mad God. If more people had seen it, I feel that's like our yeah, friend yeah. group. That's the kind of I thing. I feel like, yeah. Um, I surprisingly went for Mad God. Um, I think it's just I, better I than the others. It is I really good. Mad God because it is just like a colossal piece of animation. Like yeah. it is, yeah, as I said most earlier. Animation. It is the most, um, it, it, it animates, it animates well. Mm. Um I just realized just now I should have nominated The Spine of the Night, which I mentioned earlier, and I should oh God, have yeah, talked should about all those know, Disney movies. Busy with your Luca. <sighs> Go watch Spine of the Night. It's cool. I don't love it. It's cool. Um, so, yeah, Mad God Sweep. Hashtag Mad God Sweep. Yeah. All right. We are into We're getting big, that, aren't we? big awards now. Right. So, we could break it up with some other ones, or. Uh, I think it's about time we talk about actors. So we've condensed this into just lead and supporting. Yes. Um, Because we get uncomfortable um, by gender categories because it excludes a whole bunch of people who do not fit into a false binary. And why should we reflect a false binary in our awards? Um, Mm -hmm. Now, this means that there is more snubs than forever, like, because it means we've limited what would have been 20 choices to 10 choices. Mm -hmm. So... um, it is a sh- loads of people were brilliant that I didn't mention so just presume that yeah um, I would have done for there are so many performances that I, sh- I was sure I would nominate was sure and, and, and did not which is speaks to how brilliant so these people that have been nominated these are th- the best of the best absolutely outstanding performers um, so I'm going to go for the Oscars first because um, it was an absolute absolute shit show um, mm-hmm. here um, so best supporting actress because they use that term um, Jessie Buckley, Lost Daughter, she's brilliant in that. Aaron DeBose, West Side Story, absolutely astonishing in that. Judy Dench from Belfast, yeah, that's a movie. Um, Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog, she's great in it. Anjanae mm-hmm. Ellis, King Richard, she's actually quite good in that movie. So, fair, she's very good in that movie, it's just not a very good movie. Um, Best Supporting Actor, Kieran Hines from Belfast, Not a Child, as you can find out as I learn in real time on the... Um, oh, right. Thinking of spoiling things. <laughs> when I'm like, is that that child? I hate that child. No, it's not. Um, Troy Kutzer from... Co- have you seen Coda Jack? No, I have not. Um, it's not actually worth watching. Um, he's brilliant. Mm. Um, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, which is... He's great, but I don't know why you nominate that performance um, when there are so many others. J.K. Simmons, uh, Being the Ricardos, that movie is bad. Um like yeah what it's it's about it, whatever Cosmo McPhee brilliant The Power of the Dog um, and then for um, Best Actress 
Jessica Chastain and Isaac Tammy Faye, which I watched, and yeah, fine. You want to give her an award? Fine, whatever, cool. Um, Olivia <laughs> Coleman, Lost Daughter. Fundamentally, we can't give Olivia Coleman every award. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I refused to nominate her. She's too good. Sure. She's illegally sure. good. She's sorry. too good. So yeah, I just we just can't. Sorry, Olivia Coleman, you're you're too good. Uh, Penelope Cruz, Pal Mothers, she's great in that. Nicole Kidman, Ben Ricardo's like whatever. Um, and Kristen Stewart Spencer, she's so damn good in that. Best actor, Happy Bardem, Ben the Ricardos, whatever. Cumberbatch, I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor pretty much at all. I think he's astonishing in that film. The way mm. he is so perfect. Are we talking cast. about? Are we talking about Spider Man No Way Home? Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power the Dog is just yeah, it's really amazing. Really the good. moment I realised that the character is supposed to be posh boy pretending to be a cowboy i'm like this is it the best sense. casting that has ever yeah, been exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um exactly. andrew garfield tick tick boom yes he's in that i mean i like andrew garfield he's in that <laughs> that movie is, is i just think it's not very good will smith um fine the movie Slap. um denzel washington um is absolutely brilliant as macbeth absolutely in macbeth um, yeah yeah really, i almost really nominated good. him yeah so did i so but um I did not. supporting go i don't want to go i've gone okay now I don't like Jared Leto. God House, damn you, House of Gucci man! Like, come on, he is House of Gucci. Yeah, he is yeah, support, no, I, I like, That is a is a weird movie. It's a movie yeah. I don't love. Uh, I like yeah. it. Um, it's a mess, but yeah. his performance is the central mess of that mess. It is so. I wild. can't make love anymore. <laughs> like. I think I said it in my in my letterbox review. I, it, sure, maybe it's not the best acting, but it is the most acting. Mm, mm, most it acting award. Wild. If we were giving most uh, acting award. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. I I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't Evan be Hansen me if kid. I didn't mention it. Uh, Cody dog. Smith, <laughs> Cody Smith McPhee for Power of the Dog, which I think yeah, is a stellar so supporting role. Mm. Um, when you kind of re- oh man the, the bit in Power of the Dog where you realise that the film you've been watching is not the film you thought you've been watching yeah, and yeah. the last 10 minutes you're like oh it was his oh my god mm, <laughs> there's been a thriller yeah. underneath this kind of like atmosphere <laughs> oh, what a good movie uh, Richard Ayoade Souvenir Part 2 oh my god I should have gone for that you're really? right he's brilliant I, I, I mean like I love Richard Ayoade. I love him as a director and I don't mm. think he does enough like, he, hasn't, he hasn't directed a film in eight years now i love the uh, double since the double submarine and the double both fantastic films richard mm. if you're listening let's let's work on something have your people call my people in souvenir mm. part Hello, two he, <laughs> he plays uh film man he plays pretentious film director and so just he was smarmy. in the first one as well um he was in the first one yes yeah yeah, oh, yeah i should i should have nominated that but i didn't um, um i've gone for josh andres rivera uh for uh west side story because I oh, cool. really liked his supporting performance. I just need to get... I can't remember his fucking character name now. It's like Ch- Chino. Chino in West Side Story, who is almost like the middle ground between the Sharks and Jets okay. in many points. And I think his dramatic plot beats, plot points are some of the most engaging in that film. Mm. I have gone for uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II oh, for Matrix. Yes. For yes, what a Matrix brilliant Resurrection. choice. He was in Candyman big- as well, wasn't he? Yes. How big are those shoes that um, you have to fill to play Morpheus? Mm, Stepping into Larry Fishburne to play such an iconic uh, character in pop culture and playing it with such a distinguished twist and making it his own in such a cool, stylized and powerful way. I really, really, really enjoyed him in Matrix 4. Oh, great choice. What a brilliant choice. So I've... 
I went for six. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because one of them is a joke. Um, <laughs> so. Do you want the joke Kingo at the from, beginning? Kingo, the Kingo from end? Eternal. Do you want the joke? Do you want the joke at the beginning or the joke at the end? No, end, end. Build end. up to it. All right, Kelly's McPhee for Power of the Dog. Um, as said, everything. Ariana mm-hmm. DeBose, West Side Story. Um, she is just mm-hmm. absolutely magical, brilliant. Has the best moments. Just, I mean, I think that film's so good. And she's absolutely brilliant. Troy Kutzer in Coda is just astonishing. I feel I owe it to the audience after I spoke quite at length and i think not even agreed with me about my opinion on a, a performance in sound of metal last year okay yeah we need to sure. relitigate that i felt it was this but it's not just that it's also like if coda works and it it kind of works it works because of troy Kutzer. he's just like i mean if you saw him at the award ceremonies he's just like the most like charismatic wonderful just amazing presence like he is the internet is going to be in love with him for several years he's just <laughs> such an astonishing presence and like he, him in that film is just it's just brilliant he's just beyond magnetic um Catherine Hunter um who was the witches in Macbeth um, oh right yeah cool uh, the awesome. tragedy of Macbeth she's really stunning in that like the most mm. interesting I wish the film was more like her and her performance um, sure realistically I think the performance the film is most like is the Frances McDormand performance and I think it's the weakest uh, performance not because she's a weak actor she's not she's brilliant um but that's it, it's key to the film's misunderstanding of the, of the play um I've spoken a lot about Macbeth, read my yes, review on Letterboxd, yeah. um, my most popular review on Letterboxd, and um, listen to the podcast about it. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, for the joke one, Jamie Dornan um, from Barb and Star Visit, you know what? Visit Del Mar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fun performance. He's, he's absolutely brilliant in that movie. I saw, I only watched this movie because Matt nominated, um, mm-hmm. friend of the podcast, Matt, um, podcast show, video thing, um, nominated <laughs> this performance for Best Sporting. I was like, is that a joke? And I watched it. I'm like, you know what? It, even myself specifically doesn't give comedy enough props for being just like acting achievement like sure yeah yeah as people have have people have proven like more people can do serious roles than can do comedic roles of it's very telling you get a lot of comedians doing serious roles and being brilliant and you don't get Mm -hmm. much the other way around yeah the other way Um, around sure and i don't think of him as a funny person jamie dornan and he's so funny so brilliant it's Mm -hmm. so self-aware such a sense of humor about himself he reminds me and this people won't like this comparison of the chris hemsworth character in um ghostbusters 3 um, oh right such uh, a clever casting of like yeah is able to be the joke without being poked fun at still keeps everything still is amazing still is a beautiful man oh wonderful um but my number six, and what I've picked to win this category. And I went, I thought a while about, is this supporting or lead? Okay. But I'm, though they are also the lead in the film, I'm nominating their supporting performances because their supporting okay. performances support the film and make the film transcendent. They turn it from being like an interesting thing into a new kind of art, a new kind of film, a new kind of cinema. And I'm going to nominate Ethan Hawke as Ethan Hawke in Zeros and Ones. <laughs> Part of me was like, he's going to say LeBron James in Space Jam 2, isn't he? <laughs> no. Ethan Hawke as Ethan Hawke in the wraparound segments of introducing the film. Oh, yeah, and explain. Giving, like a, a debrief at the end of the film where he explains his thoughts on it. It's just like, and then he plays hey, a brother and the main character in the film. So he's the lead and sporting it wins. It wins for me. There you go. Best supporting it, actor is Ethan Hawke as Ethan Hawke. <laughs> my joke sixth nomination. <laughs> That's a movie that has broken my brain and I mm. don't care to refute your points. I have gone for <laughs> more, 
my man Morpheus from Matrix yeah, 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Abdul Mateen II, because that is, I mean, it's just so good. Well, should we go for our, uh, for our, our stack here? We've gone, I mean, we haven't, oh, the only one we've picked that was the same was uh, Cody Smith McPhee, wasn't it? Yeah, but should we give I mean, the stack to Jamie Dornan? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Have one, Jamie. There's nothing in the rule book against it. There you go. That's the, uh, that's that's the three way Ethan Hawke. This is the strangest list of names. <laughs> I've never seen this at the Academy. Um, you would not. Zeros and ones, did we, absent. Did we get a, a winner from the audience? Yes, it was a tie. It was the only tie. Um, so no runner up here. It was a tie between Aaron DeBose and Cody Smith McPhee, um, who realistically are my real choices, but <laughs> I don't sure. care. <laughs> Right, so that was supporting actor. Yeah. Shall we actor. do the big? Let's do the big one. Let's do yeah. actor in a leading performance. Do you know who the audience went for first? Yes. Kristen Stewart, um, notably absent from the Baftas, which, as Emma's pointed out so many times, really weird that the Royal Academy, the British yeah, Royal Academy what? of Film and Television, didn't nominate Spencer for any awards. The Princess Diana movie like that hates the Royals. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> seething commentary about how bad the Royals are. Didn't get any mm. recognition at the Royal Awards. And Prince Charles um, was there at the Baftas giving a speech, like, oh, mm. mate, did you see Spencer? You're in it. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're in okay. that movie. I have nominated. So, yeah, sorry, Nicholas Cage is not up. Oh, cool. I've nominated five very different performances. Um, mm. And they are Cooper Hoffman in Licorice Pizza. Oh, cool. I think that is a really cool uh, like debut performance. Yeah, he's annoying in the way the films need to be. He, like, yeah, exactly. He is he is Licorice Pizza as the annoying teen, and I think mm. he works really well. I don't like the, the movie as a whole, but he as no. the central core is really fun. I have gone for... Annabelle Wallace for Malignant because so much about why oh, Malignant okay. works is how she responds to everything and how much visceral oh. horror visceral horror she can portray on screen. I've gone for Nicolas Cage for Pig yeah, because yeah. it's uh, uh, as we said before it's this it's film you don't expect it to be in this subdued revenge role and it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage in a way you've never mm. really seen him do before. I have gone for Kristen Stewart for Spencer because uh, it's just a remarkable, remarkable performance and uh, our friends at the BAFTAs um, yeah. would agree it's, that it's, it's really one, one of the best roles of the year. And Dev Patel for The Green Knight. Uh, oh, I cool. Think I was Dev, Patel has, so Dev Patel has come a long way since I watched him on Thursday nights on Skins back in the 2000s and now he is mm. just this... The, the stage presence and the, the commanding force he is on screen in this fantasy landscape I think is, is fantastic and I really really liked his performance um, who are your five? so my five I went quite serious here actually um, surprisingly these are not as fun as the previous ones so yeah um, Kristen Stewart um, for Spencer I just it's just amazing it's it's. I don't usually like um, people playing real people stuff because I find it more of a uh-huh. science than an art but there's just she is she is Diana but it's also mm-hmm. just like it's an amazing performance of a human being like you see the human more than you see the replication this is not a oh, whatchamacallit I hate from Jupiter Ascending um, Eddie Redmayne and it, this is not Eddie Redmayne this is not Eddie Redmayne just like absolute shit show stuff this is this is someone playing a human first that happens mm-hmm. to be another human um Bennett come back to have the dog again cool. for the reasons I said um and I, I owe it to him um Adil Akhtar from Ali and Ava 
um, the titular Ali. It's he's it's such an amazing role of someone with a lot of kind of like unresolved trauma with so much under the surface, but that's also very like hyper. It seems to be to everyone else just constantly going, constantly hyper all the time, doing stuff, and manages to convey that while also conveying. A whole lot of repression and it's really mm. hard to get a balance of character that seems to verbalize and do everything but has so much going on that isn't that and it's such a textured and wonderful performance and it's such a different kind of role there's a bit in that movie that me and the, the, it was such a great film to an audience the audience was so into it and like going through rooms of it because it's it's it's, it's a sad film but it's also points mm. very, very i laughed more as of the audience in one scene where spoilers for ali and ava so he there is some the film, it, this film set in Bradford. Bradford is a a this is such a horrible sentence to say. Um, is a very diverse place, and because it is is Britain, therefore has a lot of issues with racism. Um, mm-hmm. and was a big a big home of the National Front for a while. And this Ugh. film very much deals with that of like the legacy. So, um, Ava is a um. A teach, a, she's a, not a teaching assistant, she's a something. It's a different role in, in primary schools. Um, learning support assistant, I think. And she has, um, she is a single parent. Um, the partner, who we learn was abusive, um, is now deceased. Um, but her oldest son idolises their father, doesn't know about the abuse, um, and has inherited um, his National Front boots and his racism. Um, mm. And um, Ali is... Um, yeah. Ali fits into this family um, poorly it seems um, obviously his his heritage and background is um, not popular amongst um, the thing and there's one bit where like they're having this wonderful moment Ali and Ava together and then matey boy pops in with a samurai sword and just like and he shouts alright Zoro what are you doing something like that and just it's just this wonderful like break of tension moment everyone in the cinema just laughing out loud <laughs> and just like this like use of just out of nowhere comedy to break the moment mm. it was like man comes up with a sword and refers to him as Zoro just so 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 funny and it's those human moments that lift the film up to being just absolutely spectacular so yeah um, Honor Swinton Burn um, for the souvenir part 2 um very good. Very, she's, very close to getting on my list. Oh, she's astonishing. And she was astonishing in the first one. It's the only thing that she's done. She is playing her own character. She's also playing... She's trying to hog. And I don't know if the process was the same as the first film, but in the first film, she did not have a script. Everyone around her did have a script. And she mm. was her character was built out of mementos and souvenirs, get it, um, from Joanna Hogg's life. And she just had to be this constant reactive force. And that worked so well. And I, I love both films so much. And the first film did a great job of constantly keeping her bef- behind things and at the edge of the screen and that was that's how it it worked and this film is constantly putting her uncomfortably in the center usually staring mm-hmm. off and it repositions her so brilliantly and she she is the glue that holds it together it's this faltering personally faltering brilliant performance oh it's amazing and nicholas cage in in pig which is it's great because <laughs> he he's a pig boy he's so who good have he's so, got, so good who, he's um, really good Who've, who have you got winning then have you gone the whole hog um I, you know what? I've actually got Kristen Stewart here, but you know what? No, I've, I've talked myself out of it. Adil Akhtar oh, cool. um, for Ali and Ava. Awesome. I, I have gone uh, uh, Kristen Stewart for Spencer, so I, that's a nice uh, balancing act there. Yeah, so that, that that's Kristen Stewart gets the audience, the stack, the act, oh, but wow. Adil Akhtar Awesome. Uh, gets... uh, well deserved, I think. I think, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Um, long overdue. Um, it, fantastic performance. Absolutely brilliant. Um, oh, we're, we're going, we're going, we're going. What have we got left? Let's do let's 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 do something like flat out worst movie. 
Ah, oh, I love the name of this title. Flat out. out. I think worst. last year it was last year it was straight up worst movie, and this yeah. year we've gone flat out worst flat movie. Out. Just just the worst, the worst of the so worst. I have uh, yeah five five horrible <sighs> films here, God. and I want to hear what five horrible films you've got. First of all, the audience vote. The Oscars still not willing to do this award. Um, <laughs> How dare they? The audience surprised me. Um, the runner-up is Space Jam: A New Legacy, which is quite far off the bottom of my list. I'll be honest. Um, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, it's it's not a good movie at all. Um, like, don't get me wrong. No comment. Um, but um, they put sure. as a runner-up, and the the winner of I've worst seen movie, worse, flat yeah. out worst movie, is Free Guy. Surprisingly, um, I think it's utter dross. Wow. I, I didn't realize people agreed with us as yeah. much. Yeah, that's um, fine. That's fine. Yeah. My five worst movies. Um, my God, it's. I think I, I'm looking at look at my the movies that didn't make it here are more notable. That's how bad some movies I watched this year are. But there's mm. so many movies that came out. I'm like, I would not see a film worse than this. Um, so there's like a, there's, there's a studenty film thing I saw at a festival that I thought was actually dreadful, but I'm not gonna talk about that because it it feels I don't know. Two punching down, yeah. like yeah, crap. I don't want to punch down. Um, let's let's punch like, up. Let's punch. Here are movies that didn't make it that I think are dross. Eternals, <laughs> okay, dross. Okay, that made that made Cinderella, it dross. Death in the Skipped Nile, it. dross. Clifford, it. dross. Sing two, dross. Woman in the Window, <laughs> dross. Old, dross. Coming to America, dross. Spiral oh, from the Book of Saw, made oh. best adaptation. Close dross. the book. Army of the Dead, dross. Red Notice, yes. dross. Bo Burnham's Inside, Dross. <laughs> the Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Fall Asleep during that movie because it's awful, Dross. Mortal Kombat, Dross. Black Widow, Dross. And then Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you saw some bad movies. Yeah, and I could keep going. Um, okay, so what have you got? What, what's actually on your five? Oh, here's my actual five flat out mm. worst movies. Oh my God. Um, Moonfall. Oh man! Did you see I Moonfall? S- I want to see Moonfall. So it's bad. terrible. I will it's, see it within the next seven days. It's so so terrible. I hate it more than most people. I just I just it's just it's not good dumb. It's just stupid. It's just um, trash. Conspiratorial yeah. stupid. Uh, I hate it so much. Um, free okay. guy, absolutely dreadful. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, don't look up. I I won't. Don't, I don't want to. Abysmal. The King's Man. Um, I already did not like Kingsman. Um, yeah, yeah. This is so much worse. Um, I was astonished by how bad it was. And uh, Dear Evan Hansen, which is just putrid. Mm-hmm. I have got Free Guy. Yeah. Which coincidentally we did watch together, and mm. it was just a horrible experience. And there was there was like a thirty minute period where you didn't reply to anything I was typing, and I assumed you just left. And I was like, I don't actually blame him. He's probably yeah. doing something much more useful with his time. Uh, but yeah, free guy. Thank God it was free because I'm not paying for the shit. Uh, I have gone for Clifford the Big Red Dog because uh, the <laughs> the moral of the story is is really really bad in that, and <laughs> uh, John Cleese is really bad. Yeah, John Cleese uh, is bad. Uh, way more racist than you'd expect from a Clifford movie. <laughs> I've got Eternals, which is a bad movie. Yeah. And I have Dear Evan Hansen, which is a bad movie. <sighs> and I've got Don't Breathe 2, which is just a nasty bad movie. Yeah. I didn't watch and, that. Uh, it, good. It, the, the first one was nasty. This is just even nastier yeah, I did, I, and even yeah, more did, repugnant. Did, did, and yeah. Um, like. my, my review on letterbox was it, it's a movie so bad i genuinely forgot to log it when i watched it five months prior so 
Uh, and losing slash winning, I have Dear Evan Hansen, which is a funny bad movie, and it's a nightmare. I oh I don't know it's it's uh, there's enough about it which I think is act- actually disgusting and misguided that I'm just like it's just yeah it's 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 the worst of mm-hmm. 148 films in this list that I've got of the stacks period. This have you got it losing slash winning as well? Yeah, it's 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 just. I, it's, it's just sweep. awful. It's just awful, and I think it's it's again putrid, disgusting, disgusting. Mis- misguided, um, um, yeah. just uh, yeah, completely misses the mark. And I don't know how people were watching the dailies and editing that together and thinking, yeah, this is a movie. This is a movie that's fine. I mean, Kenneth Branagh. I don't know. Like you put out Belfast and Death and the Nile in this year, and you managed to evade yeah, the you stacks. Evade the, the list. You, you got lucky, <laughs> Sir Ken. Ugh, god damn you. Did we have um oh, what did they say was the worst movie the uh the audience um free guy Oh yeah okay uh so this one's just best action choreography I'll do a little spotlight here just a quick so one off uh, I genuinely have put West Side Story down because if we're defining action choreography of choreographing action, some of the dance sequences in that are stellar cool. and yeah, paired I... with the camera work, fantastic. Um, I have gone for Malignant because I think some of the action sequences in mm. that combined with the practical effects are fantastic. Matrix 4, yeah, I think great. the choreographer does a lot to emulate the sort of feel of the original trilogy that was choreographed by one of my favourite Hong Kong directors, Yuen Wuping. Um, I think there's it its own little creative spin on things, and I think cool. it's fun. No Time to Die, I like it when motorbikes go over other things. And Shang-Chi and the Seven Rings, I like it when Marvel tries to do things a bit there's differently. Some really good covering that, yeah. Um, and the winner, I have gone for Matrix 4, because I think it's a great movie. I want to thank you for not mentioning nobody. Thank you very much. I forgot about that movie. I don't like it, so thank you. Don't like it. Um, moving on, let's go for... Let's do best cinematography. Cinematography, okay. Um, all right, I will um, go for what I've gone for here. Um, what a weird sentence. Um, I'm really sorry for all the pronunciations I'm about to do, because... Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. Oof. Sorry, and I should be better. Should should do better. Could do better. That's a... a Foot manager. I don't know who foot manager that is. <laughs> I don't know. A, yeah. We are not the sports podcast. <laughs> hey, sports podcast. <laughs> so I was just thinking, like, oh, nice. Um, cinematography. Um, Jessica Bashir for Faye Day. Um, that documentary I talked about earlier. Um, that film is cinematography. It is just utterly astoundingly beautiful. Um, Ari Wegner um, or Wegner um, for The Power of the Dog um, that film I remember I watched it and a colleague of mine watched it and they were like Stephen I watched that movie all it was was slow shots of nothing and I went yeah I know right great isn't it <laughs> they meant that as a critique I mean that is that's why it's good um, Seyon Bahu Mick Deep Prom for Memoria cool um, just let things happen in frame I mean people know my, my likes here I like finding the right shot and just letting the things happen in it is just that's what I like I like Hong Sang-soo films leave me alone um, Andrew Droz Palermo for The Green Knight and Janice Kaminsky for West Side Story mm, okay 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 this is this is some good stuff here take that do you okay. I have gone for David Radiker for The Souvenir Part 2 yeah I almost did it's a really really interestingly shot film Janice Kaminsky for West Side Story. Virtuosic. Claire Maton or Claire yes. Maton for Spencer. 
Yes. Oh, she is one of my favourite cinematographers in general. Mm-hmm. I should have gone for that. She's utterly brilliant. She does a lot of work with um, Claire Denis, I believe. Okay, cool. Uh, Greg Fraser check. That's or Frazier for Dune, because I think mo- most of the movies he works on are you know big budget fantasy genre pictures, and I think Dune is the best looking of the ones he's worked on so far. And I've gone for Ari Wegner for Power of the Dog. Nope, I was wrong. Um, <laughs> Great. I am um, CMR. Sorry, not um. So yeah, yes, CMR. Yeah. Or does he do okay, so... and push it in via an Atlantics, which will be who on earth do you have winning? Um, I have Jessica Bashir um for Fire Day. I have Clemathon for Spencer. So, hey, oops. two female cinematographers. Hey, look at us, Clemathon Spencer. Um, did we get an audience? Um, yeah, Dune. Um. Yep, makes sense. And Green Knight runner-up. Um, cool. I don't know who shot Pretty. Dune, sorry. Um, uh, uh, Greg Frazier. Good job, Greg. Thanks, Greg O. Good job, Greg. Um, Clementon, I think. Yeah, Because also cool. Petit Maman is so beautiful, so I feel because mm-hmm. having both those movies um, is is yep. a, a real gift. What a, C- um, what a CV. Yeah, yeah. Even Atlantics is such a beautiful movie. Um, oh yeah, which, Atlantic. I didn't um, Atlantic, again, Matty Diop, um, the director of Atlantics, is in the Claire Denis connection. There, is in a Claire Denis movie. That's so cool. I go. saw, yeah, I saw Atlantics in the cinema. That was a fun night. That's a really cool movie. It's a really cool movie. Um, moving on, we ha- are we going for best directing or best director? Best directing. Um, yeah, best best director. I don't know. I put directing down because I'm a weirdo. Let's um, di- direction. direction. The movie needs directors, and I've got five. Well, you say that, but Catherine Tate, the <laughs> Nan movie just released, and doesn't have a credited director. That movie wasn't directed. Generally, it, it, it doesn't. Was, it, it was escaped. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hearing about this. Apparently, it's because yeah. it, they directed a period piece like flashback film about like the I don't, I don't know I mean I have no interest in watching the goddamn now movie I don't like Catherine Tate I don't want to watch this but the film put forward the studio just rejected um, and they just forced a bunch of reshoots with different people so it has no director oh I mean I found the director and she's like a theatre director that must have been brought in but that is hilarious and yeah, so I can't it's... wait to watch it for next yep. year's stacks <laughs> has no credit um, in Zamar <laughs> on the thing but absolutely brilliant okay um, so here are my directors and I hope you enjoy them David Lowry for The Green Knight. Ah, I like him. Joanna Hogg, The Souvenir. What did I watch recently? Oh, David Lowry is, um, as Jack knows, is, I believe, an executive producer on Mm. um, World Against World's Fair. Yes, very cool. Very surprising credit. Um, Joanna Hogg, The Souvenir Part 2. Yep. Phil Tippett for Mad God. Hey, cool, cool, cool. Celine Sciamma for Petit Mama. Oh, the tiniest one more. And a newcomer to the, the field, Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Yeah. God, I feel like a normie. I feel like a normie. I'm a normie. I've also I know. Spielberg I, up West Side Story. It's, it's, a, just... it's a very well-directed movie. <laughs> it is, it's, like... it's, a, it's a filmmaker's movie. Like, you yeah. look at that and you can't deny mm. the technical prowess of it. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I've got bored of what the Oscars put for things now. I don't really care anymore. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just such a mess. Um, 
Yes, yeah, since we've lost the story, Pablo Lorraine for Spencer. Um, I missed mm. out on the cinematography I should have done, but yeah, that film. It's just, it's just the like. I think the script is okay. Um, Stephen Knight, famously, Stephen Knight's the hell out of that script. Stephen Knight, known for Stephen Knighting scripts, the most Stephen mm. Knight of scripts. In the, it's quite clever, but it gets lost in its own cleverness. It overclevers itself with like fifty, with like three blunt metaphors it repeats throughout. But the direction is just the sharpest, most brilliant, like that. That's how you direct a movie. Oh, just wonderful. Jane Campion, that powerful dog. Um, sure. Celine Siamar, Petit Maman, and Joanna Hogg, The Souvenir Part 2, which I have as the winner there, Joanna Hogg, The Souvenir Part 2. How do you even do that? <sighs> Best ending it's... of, of oh, a yeah, long yeah. time. It's a fantastic movie. I, it's tough. This is a tough category. This is a tough year. Um, I've gone Spielberg because it's yeah uh, i, I can't mean be like mad. it's the, wonderful the, it's brilliant. The, there is a the gap between resources experience you know uh, everything between joanna hogg and steven spielberg is so vast they're working in completely different ballparks but are yet both making incredible movies mm. um i've gone spielberg but i suggest we use Hogg for the, the yeah, snack. and yeah, Joanna Hogg is, uh, is such a brilliant, a fan, fascinating filmmaker. Uh, I've all seen all her films, really, really like them. Um, they get better every time. I mean, all her films are better than the previous one. I left the Souvenir Part Two and thought it wasn't as good as the first, and then it's a film that's just stuck with me so much. And now I, I, mm. I think it's even better, and I love the Souvenir Part One so much. I think part the two just grows um, with you. the film within a film of that movie is just mesmerizing. Oh, the, the cool Derek Jarman thing. <laughs> so Here's cool. a Derek Jarman movie. Oh. Just... <laughs> Uh, wow yeah Derek audience? Jarman gets the award <laughs> did we have an audience pick um yeah um Jane Campion um yay that dog um, is powerful Jane Campion who has never spoken at an awards show so we don't know anything that she thinks about anything has never said anything on a stage has never said anything on a stage has said anything on a stage never mm-hmm. not, no, no comment no, no not comment, comment. No and the runner up is Paul Thomas Anderson um, okay. uh um that would be I'd, I'd I'd let him win if it was one of those awards where we are looking at his entire body of work yeah, and not the he, most recent him film. Not having won before as well. But if we've been doing stacks for years, he would have won already. So like, yeah, I'm not gonna, he, like yeah. come on, Punch Drunk Love exists. Sorry. So, yeah, in 2008 he won for There Will Be Blood. Probably. Yeah, and then again for the so, bar. Uh, like he's, he's won like he's won the like master, 12 stacks yeah, already. Yeah. So. Good stacks. Give stacks to all the films that won. Good stacks. Give stacks to those that do belong.